Hello, my real fan fam. How is everybody's day going? I am Trevor Howard, and welcome to Real Fan Radio. This is the first episode ever. Um, I'm really excited for it. And today I have an interview with uh, Mavs Dynasty. Uh, you can hit up on IG and YouTube. Uh, both are just Mavs Dynasty. No spaces on Insta. I think there's a space on YouTube. But yeah, this was a really good interview. Uh, it went a lot longer than I thought it would. But that's good. It's nice to just talk basketball. Uh, in this episode, of course, we talk about the Dallas Mavericks uh, for a little bit. We talk about uh, his profile and just how it started and stuff like that. And then we transition to the Mavericks as a whole. And then uh, finally, we just talk a lot about the NBA. It was a really good interview. Thanks so much again for coming on. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And without further ado, let's get into this. All right, so I'm here with Mavs Dynasty. What's going on, man? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, ready to be talking on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, so your profile says you've you created it in 2013. Is that is that right? Yeah, it was a few days after we got Monte Ellis in free agency. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So were you, like, a Monte Ellis fan, or was that just, like, you remember that post? Nah, it was, like, we got Monte Ellis. I was already a Mavs fan. We got Monte Ellis, <laughs> and I was, like, I, I was realizing no one was really posting about Monte coming to Mavs. And I was, like, there's going to be a Mavs fan page. So then I said, you know what, I'll make one. Huh. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, cause I know I see a lot of like fan pages, and they have the like date they're created to be like, yo, I've been a fan for a while, and a lot are like at least twenty fifteen or like twenty sixteen. Like, you hopped on the fan page thing like a lot before really anybody did. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been grinding. I was grinding for a while, and then um. I guess in 2015, 16, I was, uh, I hit the five step, the follower block, I guess, and I've been staying at 5,000 since then. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I got 5,000 first. It was a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's going up. Uh. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there's probably, like, you know, 100 Mavs fan pages now, so it's a little more competition, I guess. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, but, but your, your stuff. Like yeah, yeah, but your stuff—it's not like it's bad or anything, too. Like, yeah, like you have your own like style. You even post some like memes. Like today, you did an Infinity War meme. Like, this is good stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I try to keep it uh, interactive as well. You know, I had a trivia last night, so I try to get everyone involved as well, so it can be. You know, more fun for both sides. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I I think the struggle of running, like, a page like that is, like, uh, for you to keep, like, keeping it new. And I think a big way to do that is, like, having the fans help, you know? Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. All right, so uh, have you gotten any, like, famous likes or, like, followers, like, ever? Uh, alright, so, I have Dwight Powell following me, I just found out the other day, but the funny thing is, uh, I didn't realize it's so late, but the funny thing is the Dallas Mavericks organization actually blocked me. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, being a a diehard fan, you're very vocal, I bet you would know about that. Oh yeah, definitely. When something doesn't happen your way, you go comment, you know, and then sometimes, uh, Get mad, so yeah, that's what happened there. Oh, well, yeah, that's... Parsons me, and uh, <laughs> Jay Crowder, um, <laughs> oh. other so Sean Marion as well. Uh, all blocking you, yeah. Oh, but my then god, got people, like just, 
Justin Anderson was following me, but then he unfollowed because I, I guess he left the mask, so oh. I don't want to have a mask guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ESPN would be all over that or something. Yeah. <laughs> and Wesley Matthews commented on my page. I don't know if, yeah, you probably were, but a while back, um, I'll just do a quick example. Remember that Krusty Krab and Chum Bucket meme? Oh, yeah. So I put the Krusty Krab Monte Ellis and I put the Chum Bucket Wesley Matthews, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't tag him or nothing, you know? He just <laughs> came on my page, but haha, the feeling is mutual. And everyone, I got like 200 followers that day. <laughs> Jeez, dude, I'm looking at that right here. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, I was quite shocked because I didn't tag him and I was like, oh shoot. <laughs> and then everyone was twitching on his side and everyone thought he was gonna leave. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I, even if it's like a bad comment, I usually think like if a star, like, comments you'd usually like not lose followers mm-hmm. yeah I, in a situation like i like to think of it like this like the people who know wesley matthews like him you know he's not that popular yeah but like in a situation like remember that kevin durant incident like he was commenting on people's stuff like, oh yeah the whole blog boys get, thing yeah yeah those people get clout because uh Yeah, well, that wasn't really, like, a knock against Matthews, either. That was just kind of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Ellis I like better. I was just kind of saying, like, yeah, Monte was a little more effective with the Mavs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Matthews, I thought he was going to be really good on the Mavs, and it's not like he's been trash, but he definitely isn't what I thought he'd be. I know that. Yeah, for sure. And when he came back, it was, like, the same year DeAndre like the opposite of J.R. Smith like J.R. Smith he's only known for like shooting yeah the offense offense. alright so now uh, this is gonna catch you off guard but I want you to give me you can do this in two ways you can either do uh, your top five or your all time uh, team of the Mavericks so like uh, listing them top five or you can just give like starting point guard, shooting guard, small forward, etc. Alright, I get you. Um alright, well I guess I'll do the starting five. We'll go with that. Alright. Um I'll start with point guard. Point guard, um, I gotta go with Jason Kidd. Oh. He was a, he's a he's a mad legend, you know. When rookie year he won rookie of the year, it was a co rookie of the year with Grand Hill, I think. Mm-hmm. And then he helped us in that championship run, so I, 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 I know some people might say Steve Nash, but I just think Jason Kidd probably did a little more for us. Yeah. Well, and, like, Nash, uh, uh, Nash at, like, left. Like, flat out just did yeah. not come back. And Kidd came back, right? He came back, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, when he came back, it was like a, he butted heads with Carlisle. So it was, a, <laughs> it was scary because he kind of thought that he was going to leave, but no. Nah, turned out it was good that he came back. <laughs> yeah. Uh shooting guard Wesley Matthews <laughs> no, no I'm just kidding uh, <laughs> shooting guard I, I gotta go with um, hmm. uh, let's go with poor shooting guard but Rolando Blackman I'm not I'm not shifting to remember uh, I don't remember him because I didn't watch him play I'm too young but mm. uh, looking over the tape and looking over the stats that guy was a beast for us <laughs> yeah so You got a couple of choices here. Mark, uh, I'll agree. Uh, I, I, Aguirre? I, 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 I
Dwyer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and Mark Dwyer, of course, uh, he has to be in there. He's one of the legends. Mm-hmm. And then, I think he was the first pick, if I'm not mistaken, in, in his draft. I, I forgot, though. Yeah. I, I was, I I was going to make a YouTube video on, like, the math history, but uh, I kind of forgot about it. Or, like, stop <laughs> working on it. Uh, power board, of course. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much to be said about him. I mean, and then center, yeah. uh, you know, we've had a lot of centers, but none had an impact. Well, although it was short, none had a, like a as a successful team impact as much as Tyson Chandler. He came in that first year, and he was really impactful and got us the championship. Oh yeah. So um, I mean, we had we, we had other centers, but um, I think our the last. The last great center we had was, um, uh, I forgot his name, but he was a lot of, and a lot of drug problems, and I really, oh, yeah, it, it looked bad, so I, I, I'd rather go with Tyson, you know, a short. Yeah, he's, he's, he really helped, I mean, yeah, he was only there for a couple of years, he's still in the league, but I think definitely his prime, and the most he's done on a team, was on the Mavs. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. I had like that exact. Oh, you go. <laughs> My bad. Hopefully, DeAndre uh, takes that new all-time center role this year. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I I'd like that same exact uh, roster. I had Sean Bradley in at center. Just yeah, just because of the height and I just love watching him get dunked on. That is so funny. Yeah, but he was a good player besides getting dunked on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you were talking about how there's not really many shooting guards, but one that could be in the future is Luka Doncic. Uh, how do you... <laughs> How do you feel about Dunchidge? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think the Mavs had much of a chance with him, <laughs> so I didn't really watch his films or anything. And then, but until you know, uh, the report came out that Luca was on the Mavs like main priority, I started looking at it. He's like a. It, it's very hard to compare him, but you look at him as a Rubio with height and who can score, which oh yeah, Rubio at all. oh Rubio's an really all-time hard, like a tall like guy. Yeah. It's very rare, man. So yeah. It's, it's cool to see that uh that we got a player like that because hopefully under Rick Carlisle he could flourish. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I watched a little bit of Doncic, uh, just because I don't know I I watched college basketball, so I didn't really want to on the side watch Euro League just for like one player. I did watch like highlight films, but. Uh, I thought it was a risk at, at the time I thought it was a risky move for them halves trading the pick but then I kind of just realized that they're actually gonna be like good and they're not gonna tank again mm-hmm. yeah and like it's top five protected so if Mark Cuban yeah, yeah, comes yeah. out <laughs> how, how did that feel like as a Mavs fan like your owner <laughs> comes out it just flat out says, Hey, we're tanking. Uh, it was a little deceiving. I remember seeing it. Well, at the time, like, behind the scenes, all Mavs fans kind of wanted that because we weren't going to make the playoffs. We already kind of knew that. And just, uh, we, 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 we wanted the high pick because we haven't had a high pick in so long. The last time we had it was Dennis Smith last year before that was nice. But, yeah, I, I didn't, I wasn't really affected by it because I knew that we were tanking. Yeah, usually like fans like that follow the team a lot already know, but once it's public, yeah. it it all of a sudden makes like every headlines. Mm-hmm. But I I think it's good for the fans like you say you're tanking, and then they can get excited for a pick like Doncic, and if anything, even if Doncic just like fails, 
it's it's a top five protected pick, and it's gonna sell tickets and get fans for them, which I think is actually really under underrated. Yeah. But yeah, one of the best fans in though. You know her. Uh, yeah. It's a good, it was a good choice. It was a risky, but I I feel like just uh we're gonna get on the winning end of the deal. Oh yeah, definitely from summer league. I think uh, Trey Young, but just like whoever was at that pick and would have been picked in that range. You could argue Wendell Carter, maybe, but I don't think the Mavs would have really thought of picking him. Uh, but I think Dunchich. If it was a, yeah, if it was a situation where it was, I think we probably would have gone with Mo Bamba because we were really interested in him. There would have been Mo Bamba for sure, but then Hawks rather have Trey Young yeah all right so uh how do you feel about the Mavs draft draft in general they got uh Brudson uh Kostas Antetokounmpo uh Dunchich and then Ray Spalding right Ray yeah um Okay, don't actually just cover uh, Jalen Brunson. He's been, I, I believe he won National Player of the Year. So, yeah, I, I, that was a steal. Uh, like, I remember uh, watching him in the in the last two uh, tournaments, and it was, I, I honestly forgot that he declared for the draft. So then when the time came during their pick, Mavs get Jalen Brunson, I was like, oh, wow, you got a total steal here. I don't know how he felt so late. But I remember, um, after after the the thing, people were saying that he was gonna go twenty. So uh, it was good that we got him. Costa times the combo. Um, he, I guess it was more of a, a trying to get some brothers to come next year. <laughs> but but still, uh, I feel that he's a very a raw prospect. But just that body, the God gifted abilities, uh, <laughs> really is what with uh, draws him interest. Yeah. And then uh, Ray, Ray Spalding, I saw a couple of his highlights, he's a, he's a big man, and for the Mavericks, some of these, he played uh, pretty good, he, he wasn't like a, like a, like real great or anything, but he was a, he was a very solid, and I liked what I saw, so, and then we gave him a contract, so, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and sign him, so that was good. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely good, like, uh, Brunson was just a steal. I f- it was like second round still, wasn't it? That he was picked. Yeah, second round. Yeah, like and even I think second round is really where it's either like a hit or miss. You'll either get like a role player or it's just like a second round pick, anyways. And I think Brunson could maybe even go that maybe take over for Yogi Ferrell in kind of the role of somebody that was good in college, got hype in college. And then kind of faded out a little bit of the spotlight, but then all of a sudden came back in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, now that Yogi's gone, um, and then we got Devin Harris back, hopefully Devin can mention him a bit. Because in the summer league, he wasn't uh, like crazy good or anything. But it, uh, I know he's still developing. He's still getting used to the NBA. So anything, anything's possible in terms of uh, how good he's going to be. Yeah, and then earlier you mentioned uh, DeAndre Jordan. So, <laughs> I know uh, he, like, met with you guys, like, two or three summers ago. But I know stuff happened with that. So, I'm going to guess uh, he's forgiven them for, a.k.a. kidnapping him or whatever happened. <laughs> um, the emoji. <laughs> the emoji battle's going on. Um how how do you feel about DeAndre coming in? Um, you know, uh, when when I first heard that we might do a, a trade in, like a signing trade with the Clippers, I was uh, a little skeptical. I was like, oh, DeAndre, man, he's already kind of getting kind of old. He's in his he's thirty, I believe. It was like, uh, eh, I mean, I can have him, but I'd rather have you know Demarcus Cousins coming in here. But then you know, I was the day the day or before the day two before. It was like, you know what, I'm happy with it, you know, I'm, I I don't care, personal, emotional issues aside, it's a really good player we're getting, he's a, he does great, uh, pick and rolls, he gets in there for the alley-oops, and that's what the Mavs do, uh, you probably watch, yeah, you watch the Mavs, and I think all they do is write talent stuff, so, it's a perfect player. Yeah, 
He's, he's definitely going to fit in. And do you think he's going to be the first scoring option? He's like a catch and shoot, but it's only like a foot away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Luka Doncic, uh, when going in the draft, was said to be like a really good pick and roll player. So I think that could that could really mesh well with DeAndre Jordan, who's just like too big to really switch on, and uh, Doncic uh, takes advantages of like when it's not switched. I saw that. Yeah, and what I like about the Mavs for Doncic is uh, there's even, like, playoff hopes now where he's used to, you know, everyone thinking, okay, he's going to win the championship. So there's still the same, like, atmosphere of, like, the hoping instead of, like, oh, let's just tank. Um, but also yeah. it's it's not, like, we need to win right now sort of thing, which it could have been if, like, another team traded up to get him. I truly think uh, Young, it's kind of good for him because he's definitely used to the spotlight in Oklahoma. He was the only player people would actually like know on that roster. And then just, uh, you know, leading the league and like scoring and assists, which uh, I truly don't think is going to like matter too much or come back. But I think he likes being in the spotlight, so it's not going to be different. Also, uh, lost Seth Curry, Yogi Ferrell, and Doug McDermott. Am I missing anyone? I don't, I don't think I am. Uh, no, those are the main players. Yeah, those are the main guys that we lost. So. They're all guards. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys got some good guards back. Uh, and I know uh, Seth Curry came down with an injury, so really Doug McDermott fit his role, and I think you'd guys rather have a Duncic instead of uh, uh, and then Brunson I think has a better potential than Farrell, but uh, Farrell right now has the better uh, floor, but I think Brunson could easily pass him in the next couple of years, so I think the Mavericks had a really good offseason, it definitely wasn't you know, signing cousins for 5 million a year but it was uh, um, it was a really good off season because they didn't lose much, and what they did lose, they got back in better talent, and they added a, a borderline star in DeAndre or Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like uh, I, I like what I said. Um, 
Yogi Ferrell, yeah, he's, right now he's probably overall better, but he's probably, I think, in my opinion, he's already hit his uh, peak with the whole coming back of the 10-day contract off that today. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. That whole, against Portland, hitting the 30 points. Uh, that was good, but I think that's his peak. I think right now, he's the whole last year, he's a mediocre player, and hope, uh, oh God really, he, he's really good with the Kings, but I think Brunson does have more potential. Yeah. All right, so yeah. for the for the Mavs specifically, do you have any hot takes or bold predictions that you think are gonna happen, whether it be like a player uh, breaking out or like them as a team? Mm, I guess I, I know we're interested in Jimmy Butler. I saw that something like that, but and if and if it were to happen, I know for sure Wesley Matthews is out. And I, and there was also some trade rumors about Wesley Matthews going out because now Mark Cuban has uh, kind of realized that that contract's too big and it maybe it might be a smart decision just to let him walk in free agency next year, but maybe we might trade him for Jimmy Butler. That's that's my crazy take. <laughs> if any trade's gonna happen, it's gonna be Jimmy Butler to the Mavs. Wesley Matthews leaving in this Yeah, I. I think uh, there'd need to be more in that deal than Wesley Matthews. But that could definitely happen. Both are expiring deals. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Butler, the whole... Remember the whole... Uh, stuff that was happening with him and Carlton, he sounded like he was sure and all that. But yeah, I think uh, Jimmy wants out. But then Jimmy's also talking with Kyrie, right? About going to New York. Oh, uh, like yeah. Well... I live in Minnesota, so, uh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, all I'm hearing is that those reports are fake, uh, yeah, but I think it's too many reports for it to all just be some elaborate plan or something, there's definitely something going on in that locker room, I think, or at least Jimmy Butler isn't happy, that's why he's not signing an extension, um, I think uh, Kyrie and Jimmy, I think the only way they team up is if somehow the Celtics can trade for Jimmy Butler, and then they just both resign there. But I really think that's the only way. I don't think Kyrie's going to leave the Celtics for the Knicks. Yeah, especially with the young roster Boston has. They almost defeated LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think it's a totally smart decision to stay in Boston. Yeah, he he has nothing to lose there, really, because he was out of the yeah. playoffs, and they almost went to the finals. They were one game away without him or Gordon Hayward, so he's pretty set for a while. And the East didn't really add any superstar talent besides Kawhi, but that uh, that Celtics team is just too deep and too good at every position for one player like Kawhi to really change that whole thing. Yeah, no more LeBron, so we finally get to see someone new out of the East. <laughs> yeah, ho- hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Alright, uh, do you have any uh, uh, Dark Horse uh, type award winners like uh, uh, for the Mavs, like I uh, know mine would probably be uh, Dennis Smith uh, for most improved player, but uh, do you have any like those? Um, Dennis Smith might win most improved, but in the summer league he was mediocre. But that's probably just because he doesn't want to go way too off on the young guys, and he did, he only played a few games also. Yeah. But, uh, in terms of dark horse, no, not really, because Luca's. That's already, like, everyone thinks he's going to win Rookie of the Year already, so it's not really a dark horse candidate, but, yeah, I, I, I don't think so. We'll, we'll see what happens. Alright, uh, yeah, I, I think Dennis Smith, uh, just because, like, also his name is out of, like, news and stuff, even though, like, a year from today and really up until the end of the season... Everyone was, like, super high on uh, the Mavericks picking Smith so late. And now it's just like, okay, he's they almost think he's, like, a five-year vet when this is just his first year. Yeah, 
Definitely. Uh, so moving on to like the NBA in general, uh, uh, how do you feel about the Western Conference just being so stacked? So it's crazy because you know you're all hype as a, as a Mavs fan. You're hype. You're like, oh, we're gonna make the playoffs again. But then you look at the West and you're like, oh, we got eight teams that are better than us. So <laughs> it, it, it's really. I, I know the Jazz. They're still gonna. Uh, be up there going to state of, oh, of course at the Marcus. Oh, Marcus, definitely. They're still better. Um, I, I'm missing the 18. Uh, Nuggets, I think, with the accusation of Michael Porter Jr., hopefully he could. God, God willing, he, that injury doesn't set him back too much. Yeah. Because also they got Isaiah Thomas, right, for one year? Yeah. Well, yeah, I... I think the Nuggets won't play him this year. And even if he is, like, ready to play, I think they won't risk it. Just because there's nothing for them to lose. They were one game out of the playoffs already. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it, I heard somewhere that he might, uh, play, but if he's gonna play, it's gonna be the second half of the season. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, kind of like DeMarcus uh, Cousins' situation. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason the Wolves won't make the playoffs nah. is if about. <laughs> Jimmy Butler being a little unhappy in the locker room that causes chemistry problems, but if those rumors are fake, then totally they're going to make the playoffs again. Yeah. They're uh, going to mesh well more together. Yeah. yeah. No, everything's going to mesh together. They're going to become uh, the new big three. Uh, and take the one seed. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> no, but what... I think about the Wolves, the one thing that people just don't talk about is Jimmy Butler had a torn meniscus for like 30 games this season, and we were in the three seed when he got injured, and then we were out of the playoffs. So I think yeah. as long as Jimmy stays healthy and Cat and you know Wiggins isn't out for a year, but I think... I mean, hopefully nobody gets injured, but I think as long as Jimmy and Cat stay relatively healthy, I I think it's not a lock because I feel like as long as you're not the Warriors or the Rockets, you're not a lock for the playoffs this year. But I think we got a good chance. For sure, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was rooting for the Wolves in that Wolves Nuggets game to make the playoffs last year. Oh. I remember, or, that was a crazy. Yeah, I was at that game, actually. <laughs> oh, that was awesome, man. Yeah, dude, that place went nuts. Like, um, so there was, I think it was at the end of regulation, and it was tied, and Butler was just, like, holding it for the last shot. He shot it with, like, 10 seconds left. Uh, I think it's because of the shot clock. Um, and then he missed. They got the rebound, and just that place went silent. Like, everybody thought the game was lost. Yeah, yeah I, I, I remember seeing the end there. Yeah, Jimmy's brother, uh, yeah, he, he, he shot that, and, uh, so I, I lost concentration of it there. But, yeah, I totally get you. It must have been crazy, bro. Just seeing your team make the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Oh, that, that was the best feeling right there. Yeah, have you been in? Hopefully, uh, right oh, uh, have you been to uh any big games like that? Like, it doesn't need to be Mavericks, but like, have you been to any like crazy games? Um, Mav games, we don't really have any crazy games, so <laughs> no. But uh, I went to the back when I was I think fourteen at the time. I went to the Spurs versus Thunder. Uh, Western Conference Finals game. Oh my god. Yeah, that one was crazy. The Spurs won, and then they went up 2 0 at that time. But that win, it was crazy to me. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably the craziest game I've been to. 
But uh, before that, uh, it's probably a tie. Uh, I saw Brian Dozier, who, rest in peace, just got traded. Uh, I saw him walk it off. Like, it was just a casual game, So, but everybody just went nuts. Um, but also, uh, my family is Badger fans, like Wisconsin. And Melvin Gordon broke the, like, in-game rushing record, which got broke the next day. But I was at that game, and when it appeared on the screen that he broke it, I mean, just the whole place burst. Oh man! Wait, so so I'm not a humongous football fan or anything, but it, it got broken the next day. Or what happened there? Yeah. Uh, so I think it was Nick Chubb actually. Uh, let me check this real quick. Um, so the Badger, uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, broke the record by, um, uh, he broke the record. I think it was. Um, I don't even know. Uh, single game yards. Most games. Uh, single yards. Oh, geez. It doesn't say. But, um, basically what happened is this uh, record wasn't broken for like 40 years. And then Melvin Gordon broke it. And then two days later, some random player broke it again like the next day <laughs> oh it was uh Samaje Perrine of Oklahoma Oklahoma uh so I don't think he's in the NFL but yeah it was just crazy like I I remember I was at my house and I got the Bleacher Report notification, and I I was actually like really PO'd, cause like they put him out of the third quarter, like they had him break the record, and then they're like, all right, we'll we'll rest you, you know, so like he could have gotten like I think the record was close to like 400, 500 some, but he definitely yeah it's four twenty seven, he could have definitely gotten like four fifty at least. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, back to the NBA. Um. Uh. How do you feel about the whole stuff about like uh, instead of having the conferences, just have it be one through sixteen seeds? Oh yeah. Uh. I I was hearing that as a I don't know a couple of years years back. Remember? Uh. They're actually actually considering that right considering changing it? yeah I think it, during the summer league they have meetings and I think it was like discussed at that oh, meeting yeah. yeah it was like heavily discussed not just like hey should we take yeah. away the three point line nah okay it was like actually considering it and I uh, I think it might happen but I don't know I, I don't no, feel I, so good about it it's like Ideally, on paper, that looks good. I mean, you got now you, it can be a little more competitive. You see more uh, teams that should be in the playoffs are in the playoffs now. Like I say, Mavs, for example, there's a good chance we might not make it, but we should be. You know, yeah. we're in the West. That's the only reason why would it not happen. But uh, but then you look at you know history wise, history uh, it's always been you know the East and West. So you're kind of changing history a bit, and that might change records, change stuff. And then the whole, um, I don't know, man. It might, it might just change the history books a little bit, <laughs> and then it might be not as credible. Credible, some players, like let's say, uh, I don't know a good example, but I just feel like this, the history books. Uh, I, I like to keep the NBA the same, you know, keep the same. So then, when a player defeats another player in, in a category, it can be credible. Not people saying, "Oh, the NBA has changed now, so he doesn't get to say," but yeah. Yeah, well, I I think that's, like, a really good argument for it. Like, imagine if, uh, like, LeBron had this and MJ didn't. Like, imagine the arguments going on about that and how it's, like, better or worse. 
Which actually, we might, we should be able to have those arguments because then I think uh, people would really research why and why they're oh, why they're good and why they're bad. Yeah. Uh, I I think the reason why they probably won't do it or why they shouldn't do it is uh, really just because uh, the traveling, like, I know the Trailblazers, uh, they were, like, complaining about going from uh, Oregon all the way down to Louisiana, which is, like, a five-hour plane ride or something, like, just for two games each. Uh, Like, I couldn't imagine, like the Knicks playing the Warriors in the first round or something. Like, it's first-round basketball, like, a one in a 16 seed. The one seed knows they'll win. Like, why do you why do you spend so much on airfare? Why do you put so much time into this? You know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It, it might, uh... It totally... Ted liked you, I think that's the word. So it might... Make the players a bit tired, and it, it might affect the game. I don't know. I think that yeah, that's also a fair argument. Yeah. Well, and I always I I like if it it can be like more likely to have like a Spurs Mavericks matchup or something, where you could go like so you have fans of your team even if you're the away team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a three hour drive. Antonio to Dallas, so I'm, I imagine a plane ride would be nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they'd probably just drive their cars there. Yeah. So, easy it is. Yeah. What I think uh, they should consider uh, is having the one seeds uh, or just, like, the higher seeds choose who they play and have some type of draft or something. Like, the one seed... Yeah, because I don't think uh, the Raptors would like to play Cleveland <laughs> uh, last year just because they knew LeBron would have probably swept them, which happened. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. I, I, I've never thought about that, actually. You know, <laughs> that's like the first time I'm thinking about that. But yeah, that may be really good. Have a draft or something like that. Yeah. Have it live on TV and just have the, like, owners or something bash the other teams. Like, oh, this team is yeah. actually, like, terrible. I don't know how they got this. Let's play them. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if there's, like, an injury and the dude comes back for, like, the last month. Like, for example, with Jimmy Butler. Like, I know the Wolves wouldn't have beat Houston. But, like, imagine if, like, Jimmy Butler came back and all of a sudden the Wolves beat them but the seventh seed you know was like super bad like I think the Rockets should be awarded the worst team or who they think is the worst team instead of just having like the eighth seed mm-hmm. yeah I, I hear you it, it would have been, would have been a, an easier road for the Rockets because you know, although they got there was a couple of close games, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, and then there were like, I think there were like two blowouts, two clo- yeah, <laughs> three close games. We won a game. Uh-huh. Yeah, and. Oh yeah, yeah, you did win a game. You didn't get swept. My bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah, everybody forgets that because it was just a sweep <laughs> once that it was announced we'd play them. Um. What was the game y'all won? Was it game two? It was game three in Minnesota. And okay, okay. I was seeing something. So, yeah, it was 104-103, the first game. And then we got smoked 82-102. And then 1-1. And then 119-104-122. But I remember the fifth game, game five. Or, no, game four, the 100-119. It was, like, 99-105 at some point. Like, it was super uh, close. Yeah, but yeah, you guys have a healthy Jimmy Butler out there. You could have totally had a higher team. Yeah, it was, it, it was it was funny how uh, I remember he didn't play the All Star game because he was he just wanted rest because they kept playing him, and then literally the first game back, 
Houston. Yeah, I think so. Like, the first game back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but I don't know. In Minnesota, there's whole things about why we should fire Tibbs just because he plays everybody too much. Like that's why Derrick Rose's knees aren't good, really. I get you. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, Tom, Tommy, 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 I don't know. Think of a term there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know exactly. You're 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 a big Minnesota fan, and what happens in Minnesota, you know more about. So all the fake reports of like other being a yeah. unhappy there. You would know more than anyone. So I'm just giving the, the fake media. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. That's that's like me interviewing you, though. Like I'm not uh, an expert on the Mavericks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I I think Rick Carlisle is actually like he's a good coach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rick Carlisle is a, he's considered like one of the top five coaches uh, right now. So yeah, I think he's really good. Yeah, uh, he's a little uh, before Smith. He would always have a problem with like he would not play uh, young guys. He wouldn't play young guys like no end different but He didn't play Dwight Powell a lot. He would have Charlie Brunova over Dwight, which had all of us in that. Oh, wow. He would do that a lot, but as soon as Dennis Smith came, I think he's kind of realized now that young players are what we're going to have to build through to get back into being competitive. So I think right now I don't have any problems with this. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, these past two or three years have really been, like, turning a new era, even, uh, for the Mavericks. Because, yeah, and... I think keeping Carlisle would be good, but I could also see, like, uh, Carlisle doesn't want to play the young stars, you know, he just wants to win now, and so I could see them getting a new coach, but hopefully, because I know Carlisle is a really good coach, especially when it's a good team. Mm-hmm. If, as soon as Dirk retires, then maybe Rick might start considering leaving if you don't have, like, success. Yeah. Kind of like the whole thing with Popovich and their big three. Like, once they retire, he's going to retire. Yeah, so, uh, the whole thing, I'm from, uh, like, Brownsville, so, like, think of Texas, and think of the very, very bottom tip of Texas, that's where I live. Oh, nice. So, I got a lot of, I got a lot of Spurs, there's a lot of Spurs fans here, I'm the only Nas fans down here, so, <laughs> Like, and everyone was like, Thanks. yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was the craziest part. Like, uh, you knew he wanted out, like, before he announced it, when he didn't go to the games. I didn't hear about that whole his mom came to the game. I yeah, his mom went to one playoff game. <laughs> oh my god! I don't that yeah, the only reason I heard for him saying is like if he pl- he needs to play out this year because it's you know a contract year and he just won't get paid. Um, but I heard like oh Pop's gonna do magic on him, let him uh, have him resign, all that stuff. Like a 
number one scoring option. So, oh uh, yeah, Oh yeah, I don't think they could have gotten anything better from that trade. Like, I don't know how it was borderline like a robbery because if he doesn't resign in Toronto, Toronto is left with Danny Green. see this as another like Paul George thing because uh I don't know like the Thunder had Russ who was like a really good player and he could just like be friends with and I, f- I feel like a Kawhi isn't a very social person and then uh B I don't think the Raptors really have like that dude who's just gonna be like the friend that he can just like stay with forever I, I thought you were going to uh, say, like, the brother thing, the C.J. McCollum tweet, the uh, have your brother, like, get beat up by a gang, then join that gang. Like, that's what I thought you were going to say, but then you're like, nah, he can't be his brother. <laughs> yeah, I saw a C.J. one with uh, Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant on his podcast. Oh, my God. You did, saw that one, right? did you listen to that podcast or, like, the clips from it? I, I Oh, yeah, no, throughout that, like, right after he said, like, nah, you can't make our, uh, you can't win the finals, you don't have the team, I, I could just, like, feel CJ just getting, like, more and more just PO'd at him, and, like, I get why, just cause, like, in the NBA, you're never going into it, like, uh, you know, first round exit, I- I'm cool with that. Yeah, he, I don't know, I I respected his decision, also, I'm not really connected with the Warriors or the Thunder, and I was on the T-Wolves fan, and I think that was, like, either the year we drafted Cat, or, like, right before that, so we didn't, I didn't really care, Uh, but, I don't know, just the stuff he's been doing lately, like, calling these uh, people out, and then just, like, uh, saying to CJ to his face that uh, he can't make the playoffs, I I I, I don't know if that lo- that loses something for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, do you have any other things you want to talk about? story with this uh so uh my band not like uh just marching band we were doing the fourth of july parade practice um and then i checked my phone and it's just blown up by bleacher report you know twitter that like demarcus cousins is going to the warriors and like in my head i was just flipping out and I'm with all these kids in, like, band and stuff. So, like, maybe three or four of them actually, like, cared a little bit. So I go over to my friend, who does care. And, like, we were, like, just us were, like, okay, they're the champs now. Like, just freaking out. Uh, that's, 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 uh,
Yeah, no, there. You know, uh, the the moment in like a sports game when you like realize it's defeat. Like I I felt that, I felt that, but like for the whole season. Yeah, but then, like, I kind of started thinking about it, and, like, the Achilles injuries uh, haven't served well for many people. Like, there's definitely the abnormalities, I guess you could say, which I hope he is. Like, I hope he goes back 100% and can get a max deal next year. But um, I, I definitely think uh, he there's a good chance he won't get back to at least 100%. And they're not gonna have him till February, but also like if he's back one hundred percent, like during the playoffs, that team just like if you thought the Rockets were close, arguably the Rockets got like farther away without the cousin signing, but now like mm-hmm. the Warriors are just in a different league. Yeah, just an easy cruise to the championship if he's one hundred percent healthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I, I was thinking about it, and, like, for the all-time team thing, you could probably make arguments that the team the Warriors have right now would be their all-time team, like, yeah, from sure. any moment. Like, you can make I, arguments. Chris Mullen was good, but I, 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 he probably could have been had, had a bigger impact with the Warriors than Chris Mullen. Yeah, and, like, I think Chris Mullen was, like, a true uh, small forward. So if we're going Um, off of, like, not changing positions. Yeah, yeah, if we're not changing positions, it's definitely KD. Yeah, Yeah. I think Rick Barry. I I think if Rick Barry was a power forward, I think he might beat Draymond. He might outbeat Draymond. But that's about it. And then I... I don't know, like, Will Chamberlain was there, but I think that was, like, the back end of his career. Yeah. I, I don't know too much about the oldies, oldies basketball, but, yeah. Uh, I remember seeing a couple pictures of Will with yeah. um, Warriors, but, yeah, I think he was way, way, way better with the Lakers. Oh, these are all old teams I'm looking at. Oh, it was the San Francisco Warriors, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was only there for one season. Oh, and he yeah. was even traded yeah. to Philadelphia in the middle of that season. Uh, yeah, he wasn't really a warrior. You can't call him a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let, let me just double check that. I feel like that could be totally wrong. So, um, Season... Oh, this doesn't give teams. All right. Yeah, we'll go off of that. So as long as Cousins plays more games than Chamberlain, I think you can call him a warrior. Because a lot of people say that uh, Will Chamberlain is a warrior. Yeah, because uh, uh, in game 2K, he's on the all-time team, so... Yeah. Uh, he's on the team, but, but, oh, wait, uh, no, he... He was on the Warriors for a while, never mind. Okay, yeah, one. Yeah, it was his, like, first five years. Okay, never mind. the start of Wilt's career so I, I, I'm i gonna guess cause I haven't ch- checked this but I think he's he has like worse stats than like when he went off for 100 and stuff yeah yeah alright I uh, how do you feel about LeBron going to LA um you know like instantly I'm 
personally, like, well, with the whole LeBron uh, going to LA rumors and everything, I wanted it to happen on paper. It's like, okay, cool, the Lakers can be good again. The NBA is always fun when the Lakers is good. It can give the Warriors something to worry about. But then it was like, from a Western Conference fan perspective, it's like, dang, that's another team that's better than us, you know? Because the Lakers were used to be, like, worse than us, but now that they got LeBron, another team that's going to beat us. Yeah. On paper, it looks nice, but I I bet you as a Wolves fan also, you guys were number eight, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to come in, uh, give you a run for your money in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know. I think my my whole thing is like what kind of team they're creating around LeBron is like what I'm really confused on. Uh, Cause they have like Rondo McGee. Like I think this must have been like LeBron's decision though. Yeah, Lance Stevenson also. Yeah. Well, and these are all people yeah, they like. They must have given LeBron the driver the driver's uh, keys. Right there. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause I don't think Magic's just gonna go out. And I think they told LeBron, "Hey, it's just gonna be one-year deals, but you can get whoever you want." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I um, I think LeBron with the Lakers is gonna be a. I, I don't. I don't know if they'll make it uh to the Western Conference Finals because they might have to face Houston or the Warriors going up there. But uh. But, yeah, I totally think they'll be a third seed. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I don't know how, but the Spurs have been, like, a three-seed lock for the past, like, five, ten years. So that'll be very interesting to see if, like, the Lakers... I don't know. I've kind of had the thought that the Lakers might not even make the playoffs just because I think the three through, like, ten seed is going to be so close. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll see it from your perspective a little bit. Yeah. All right, I think I got one more question before we go. And, all right. All right, so what do you think is, like, uh, your top five league pass teams? My, my top five what? Uh, your league pass teams. Like, if you were given league pass, so you get to watch every game of five oh, teams. okay, okay, I get you, I get yeah. you. Yeah. But it, um, but it can't be the Mavs. Because <laughs> you already get the Mavs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, number one, I gotta go with San Antonio. Because they're right here. I like the... I like the uh, second favorite team is first. All, all the way. All I right. want to see DeMar. That's uh, respectable. Number two... Um, <laughs> you don't even have to say words if you think about it. Because they're always on national broadcast. So oh, yeah. More than half their <laughs> games. <laughs> the magic i don't think they're gonna be like super good but i think they could definitely be fun to watch with just like experimenting with their lineups i guess because they have like a ton of big guys yeah i i could see aaron gordon playing the three which i i don't think would be too weird yeah i don't know i i've always been super high on aaron gordon uh, I don't know why, but the two years Zach Levine was in the dunk contest, like, all those players that were in the contest with him, like, specifically Gordon, uh, just because, you know, he's Aaron Gordon. He was, like, that close to winning. Uh, I've always been, like, super high on those guys. Like, 
yo, they can jump so high, you know, they're just gonna dunk over people. And this is back, you know, when I barely watched the NBA, so I don't know why, but I've always been high on Gordon. I think he's gonna be a really good player soon. Yeah, I, uh, Aaron Gordon, I see, uh, I think everyone kind of sees a Blake, a little Blake Griffin, totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I, I think that's it for my questions. Do you have anything else? Um, I think, uh, it's because I, I gotta, I gotta head out right now, so I think I'm gonna wrap it up here. It was, it was awesome having you on the show, bro. It was, it was great. Thanks, bro. All right, yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, so I guess, I don't know if you mind, uh, I'm just going to say subscribe to my YouTube channel, bro, because I'm really trying to, you know, get some views on there. Yeah. Mavs Dynasty. Mavs Dynasty. But yeah, just plugging in that in there. Yeah, Mavs Dynasty. All right, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, good hour. Yeah, yeah, a lot of talking about basketball. Yeah. That matters. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Alright, bro. Uh, I guess I'll hang out right now, bro. Thanks All for having right. me on the show. Alright, yeah. Th- See ya. Alright, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, this has been Trevor Howard. Uh, that was an interview with Mavs Dynasty. I hope everybody enjoyed. Uh, I was predicting that interview would be going on for about 30 minutes. It ended up going on about an hour, uh, around the 20 minute mark. I actually was like freaking out because I didn't know if we had enough time, like if it would make the 30 minute mark. But then all of a sudden we just kind of started talking like NBA. And now we're at the hour five mark. Um, But yeah, thank you all for tuning in. That was Mavs Dynasty. Hit him up on IG. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Uh, His YouTube's really good. Uh, Like five years ago, he started making mixes. Uh, He stopped a while ago. Those mixes are still good. Uh, And now he's like just posting Mavs news. Uh, It's really cool. He posts really good stuff. Uh... This has been Trevor Howard. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next time. Peace.